Stay tuned for more with Amy and then our juicy interview with Adriana from Real Housewives of Miami. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If I were to define in one word, I feel sad. Virtual reality. Hi, I'm Danny. And I'm Evan. And this week we are reality checking ourselves to talk about all reality news with the host of Reality Check, Amy Phillips. Well, hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Oh my God. We are so pumped to have you, Amy. Danny and I are still glowing from the live Cabaretme experience a few weeks ago in New York City. It was the night before our live show for virtual reality. And it just felt like the perfect warm up. Like it just got our vibe correct right before we interviewed a bunch of Bravo celebrities because you, of course, do the best Bravo celebrity impressions on the planet. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I don't know about that, but I do my best. I put my best foot forward, as they say. And it sounds like you guys had a very successful event because it was just hitting the tabloids left and right, getting all kinds of snippets. So I was so psyched you guys could make it out. That was awesome of you. I'm glad we're talking about your cabaret me, which was so fun because we do need to talk about some cabaret news going on in the Bravo world. (laughs) Amy, Amy, (laughs) Amy. I feel like this this uh, pop culture news moment was made specifically for you, Amy. And I, I feel like there's actually a lot of material here really, to, to work blue, with. Some of blue chunks and I just happened to land on some of my Giovanni. Okay, <laughs> it's all right. I'm just going to get in front of it and just laugh it off. I I thought it was a joke. I really did. And and then all the like video footage, like the, the receipts we keep receiving from from the blowing chunks to Dorinda allegedly acting or we can't, you know, she she was acting a little Dorinda E at the show. Like it's just Bravo it's fans so wild. were like the Blair Witch Project with like their GoPros out at this cabaret show because it was crazy. Is how much footage, footage of the actual throwing up? Yes. Queens no of Bravo way. plus their new Insta account. Yes, they have it. Apparently the, the fan got overexcited. And laughed so hard that chunks came forth. And I think that Luann was really pleasantly like surprised and delighted. She was like, wow. I think she was. Yeah. Good for her. Also, I was pleasantly surprised and delighted that Luann was in the audience the night of the Cabaret Me show that Danny and I went to. And I didn't realize that was the first time she had seen you perform live because your show is so rooted in the Luann of it all. I mean, that's how you open it. Absolutely. Yes, that's absolutely right. And, um, and because she was there. Yeah. And it was only the second time I've done the show. So it makes sense that she's not seen it. I was shocked that she was there and in tow, she brought Candace Bushnell, which I was, uh, floored about. I had texted her because when I, she was on my show 
promoting her cabaret. And I had explained to her, I have a cabaret, you know, it's very inspired by you. I would love for you to come see it at some point. She's like, yeah, I'd love to see it, darling. And I was like, she'll probably never come. So after the show, she was like, just text me. You've got my number right. So I texted her, told her when it was, and she wasn't sure if she was going to be in town, of course, as a cabaret and, you know, star that she is. She's everywhere. And so I texted her the morning of, and I was like, it's tonight if you want to come, you know? And she was like, I'm going to come. I'm going to bring Candace Bushnell. And I was like, I was dying. Yes. So, but talk about support, you know? That supporting other women so incredible because so many housewives you know they talk the talk but they don't walk the walk and she showed up she showed up you got to show up in life and she showed up i love that do you would you want dorinda to show up at the next one if it could of end course. In cut? yeah oh of course i would love i would love it if she could come i did tell her what i think she was sent a clip of my number my not my dorinda number she was sent a clip and she did text me and said like um lol and I was like, you got to come to the show if you can. But I I don't think, I don't know if that's going to happen. But it would be great if she could. It'd be amazing. I feel it's hard because sometimes she's always in the Berkshires. And like, you never know she's where, lot, where yeah. in the world is Dorinda Medley. That's right. <laughs> she got escorted out of Luann's show. She said she didn't get escorted, that she left on her own accord. But I feel like. This you same show where someone vomited? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, see, this... I don't, I didn't know about that. So much, so much. Like happened. Andrew Dice Clay was there with Leah McSweeney, or there was a photo together. Are there. you kidding me? Uh, Amy, it all happened. One, two hour span. Wow. Yeah. So Dorinda was dancing half of the time of her life, but then some footage <laughs> shows her getting escorted out and then kind of yelling at people. And some of the God. staff said that we don't like, why is like, she was like, I'm not getting paid to be here. And the staff is like, why are we getting paid to be yelled at by you? She went, sent one on Instagram Live and said, I was waiting for my car. Someone was calling you. Oh my God. I cannot believe this. This is, I did not realize this was a layered evening at the cabaret. I mean, like you said, you introduced this as we have cabaret news. I didn't know this was going to go beyond just the vomiting. I thought it, I thought it was going to stop at that. That was act one. That was. But I am curious to know, as someone who obviously appreciates Teresa and appreciates Gia as she steps into her new queendom, (laughs) do you also appreciate the Gorgas? Do you feel Team Gorga or Team Teresa in any way? Do you like? How do you? Where where do you lie there? Well, when I was on Dancing with the Stars, I I recognize it. It takes two to tango. I. So as a viewer, you know, um, you take away the Melissa, you don't have as much of the drama with Teresa. Um, mm. So I have to acknowledge Melissa and Joe's role in all of this, that they they are a gift. I think that this is there's two sides to every story. Um, but I lean more towards Teresa than I do Melissa. Mm. Sometimes I lean more towards Joe than I do Teresa. But I, when I go back to the very beginning, I always say that I do blame Melissa for never owning up to the fact that she got on the show in a dirty way. I think if she would have owned that from the get-go or even now, like say tomorrow she decides, all right, fine, I'll admit we tried to get on the show and it was backhanded. We went around you. We didn't even talk to you about it. And we came on and it was like you sort of got bamboozled. Um, I would have a lot of respect, a lot more respect for Melissa if she would own up to that, but she never did. And Teresa's always going to hold on to that. 
always. Now, Teresa's got a lot to answer for too. <laughs> um, but the seed is really the way that Melissa got on the show and it all stems and grows from there. And then like it's gotten out of control and they're both at fault for a lot of stuff. Um, but I have to say, I'm, I usually always lean more towards Teresa. How are you guys feeling? Well, Danny and I, we love our Melissa so much. She she did the live Valentine's Day show with Joe. So I don't know if I am team Melissa or team Teresa. I think that one without the other, it's like how I how agree. Can it's... they exist without like you know what? Like we they kind mm-hmm. of like need each other. I as a viewer, I as a fan, I I need them together on the show. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. Fleetwood Mac. They were so all fighting, hating each other, chaotic, loving everything like that, but the best album. So you know, know, there is some of that. And if I if I had to pick teams, I'd probably be uh Rosie. The Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> really. It's really hard to pick a team because as people who you know, we try to be um we don't want to be necessarily biased because we wanna yeah. appreciate it as a whole. So it is difficult to be like, um, you know, I'm a tree hugger, but she has really sacrificed a lot of her life for reality television. She's gone through a lot and really do. If you do compare the two, you know, Teresa wins out in terms of like what she's what she's brought to the show. Um, However, at the end of the day, she should have asked Melissa to be her bridesmaid. I think that was a bad, 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 bad choice on her on her. But Melissa didn't prove that she was loyal to her. So I kind of get why she didn't ask her. But she should have done it for her brother, Joe, and not for Melissa. And that's where I stand on that. So. But I think that's also Nightmare. why they are relatable, too, because everyone's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, I can't stand people and it's hard to watch. But I like mm-hmm. pe- some people are getting tired of the drama. I think it always it's just like it's part of the Jersey show. Yes. So I kind of keep on watching it. Yeah, me too. I'm not bored of it. I don't want either one to leave. You know, no, I and like I leave. think the the ratings just came in, and they were like groundbreaking, history making ratings for the premiere. So like obviously, mm-hmm. this like when Melissa and Teresa are fighting, that just that's that's what Jersey's about. It is. And by the way, I like Louis for Teresa. I like it's like the taming of the shrew. I mean, it literally is like Louis is just like Teresa. He's kind of tr- he is trying to help her. You see her kind of changing. And I really like this. It's very interesting to watch. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Adriana Demora, Danny and I are so, so excited to have you on virtual reality this week, especially because things in Miami are a little tense. And we just want to kind of give you the floor to explain some things, maybe offer some clarity on some of the storylines we're seeing and definitely this whole feud with Alexia. How are you feeling after these recent episodes and just kind of the feedback you've been receiving from the fans and also the things that Alexia has been saying online. Yeah. I feel sad. You know, that's if I were to define in one word, I feel sad. And I regret using that analogy. Um, my intention was not to hurt her or, or do anything negative because if you pay attention to what was happening just seconds before you know, that happened. I was thanking her for liking my song. 
right? Because we had that beautiful moment in the boat where everybody is just, you know, enjoying fire and uh, everybody's happy. And so when we finally got to the to the beach, I was telling Julia, you know, well, I'm so happy that the song has this power to unite us and and we all can have fun for even if it's for a minute. And then I feel like just everything got spun out of control and turned into a negative. I was having even a hard time comprehending, you know, how things went from gratitude to just like an attack. And and I, like I said, I regret using the analogy. It wasn't correct. And if I could take those words back, I would. But I just feel sad because the intention was quite the opposite. Yeah. What do you recollect from the conversation that happened right after you used that analogy? Like, what do you remember from that moment? And how did how do you process it today, all these months later? Well, now that I, when I look back at that, time i i see that it was wrong to use the analogy you know obviously you know the accident didn't compare you know to frankie's obviously and and i wasn't trying to compare i was trying to get some empathy from her and and that that was the point i was trying to make right i was like please give me some empathy and then she took it that way and like i said i did not intend it that way but I don't know how to fix things with her because I feel like whatever I do and say, I can never win. I'm always wrong. And again, I regret saying it. It was not, you know, what I wanted, but it doesn't matter how much I apologize. And I have apologized profusely, like pretty much down on my knees and she would not accept the apology. And she keeps like kicking me when I'm down and I'm like, please, I was trying to reach to you as someone that has gone through so much. And I respect her, you know, for that. I love Frankie and I would never in a million years go there. You know, if we were in a real fight, which was not the circumstance, I'd have never gone there because I have nothing but love and respect for Frankie and for her and all the things that accomplished together and this terrible journey that they were in. I, I, I just wouldn't have done it, you know? When was the last time, because you said you've been trying to reach out to her and repair and rebuild. When was the last time both of you talked? Was it the reunion or after? We talked before the reunion and I apologized. I texted her and I apologized. And then as you're going to see on this coming episode, I apologized then and there as well. And we talked at the reunion, yeah. The last time I spoke was at the reunion, yeah. Were you and Alexia able to get to a better place in real time before this episode aired? Like, did this episode airing kind of reopen old wounds? It does. It just it's, it just puts me in a really sad place, like I said, because my intentions was the opposite of that. I was trying to relate and connect and be grateful and receive some empathy. I wasn't you know, wanting to create any kind of, you know, like problems, you know, to me, it's like, I feel like she's in this grief war, right? And she needs to win. And doesn't matter, doesn't matter anyone else's pain, her pain is the greater pain. 
she had just rage underneath bubbling and ready to explode like a volcano at any moment. And, and she did that to me. She did that to Nicole. She, you know, she did it to Julia. And then makes me think like, well, it looks like her issues with her son's accident have never been resolved in a way that she resents all of us in a sense, because she, maybe she hasn't processed yet, you know, and that that loss, that grief, and then she's ready to let out and and take it on anyone as a mother. I I feel really bad for her because I I I can never even you know begin to imagine that pain you know if such thing happened to my son. And so I've always had a lot of empathy, sympathy, respect for her. And it's just sad that that taken out of, you know, the intention that I had, you know, and yeah, do I stick my foot in my mouth sometimes? Obviously that was the case. And obviously we saw that um, right after the interact, the exchange happened, a lot of your fellow castmates kind of were like in shock too, just kind of like trying to process what happened. Did you struggle explaining what you were, the point you were trying to get across to any of them? Did they take a long time to understand too, or were people were other people receptive to what you were trying to say? Right away, Julia understood because she was next to me the entire time. Some of the girls were arriving in to the group, you know, as the conversation was going, and they had missed the original part where I was thanking her, right? I was demonstrating some gratitude. So they arrive if they're there, and I'm just saying that then of course everybody gets triggered because they miss the part that to me is the important part in which you're establishing the reason why you're saying it right we weren't fighting to begin with and at least i wasn't and then so if you miss that part then it's hard to understand you know why would i say it and some of the girls had a you know took them a little longer to to grasp the whole meaning of it all. And then when they did understood, they tried to come in, like Nicole tried to come in and, and let's, you know, talk it out. But she, she wouldn't accept it. You know, she would not engage. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.